that we need to do with this food y'all let's go out there and do it yes 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 good day good morning good evening wherever you are in this beautiful 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 world good morning good day good evening let everything start off with the first word i just said which was good let your day end with with the last with the first word i said which was good let it begin good let it end good let your journey be good. Good day, good day, good day. I am so happy to be alive today and so happy to come here today and talk with y'all today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, as you could tell by the title, Perfecting Your Craft. Perfecting Your Craft in the Kitchen. Hey, chefs. Hey, cooks. Food preparers, food servers, food industry. Hey, how can you perfect your craft? Always be willing to learn. Always be willing to learn. Always. Even for the people at that time that you feel can be a great educational tool. Or even for the people that you feel at that time don't know what the heck they're talking about. It's always something to learn you either will learn it then or you will learn it in the long run but there's always something to learn now in the kitchen and the cooking industry i cannot tell you what it needs to become or what or how to become a perfect chef because there is no such thing as a perfect chef because you have to become a good chef by making plenty of mistakes if you don't like making mistakes, this is not the field for you. Now, I, I know personally that <laughs> we as chefs, cooks, we don't like to make mistakes. Our ego, our pride is bruised. That's why we try to so quickly get back on our game. But mistakes will be made, especially in the kitchen. That's just, a, that's just the way it is. However, how to perfect your craft. They say that it takes 10,000 hours to perfect or to master a certain thing. That I believe is true. So you have to practice. You have to go in there every day or before you go into the kitchen. If you're stepping out of your home, if you're not working at home, or even if, I guess, even if you are working from home, you have to take the time outside of that area, outside of being in the kitchen to actually perfect your craft. Now, you can learn and take in technique and details from others within the kitchen if you work within a company or you work beside another person. You can learn off that person, which is great, which is physical learning, interactive learning, which is great. However, you need to take that time for yourself to step outside of the kitchen or wherever you work at and actually learn through maybe via youtube or uh, something online or actually going to pick up cookbooks and trying to 
you know, replicate what's inside the cookbook. Doing something that is not actually in the pressure of the kitchen and being in the pressure of the moment. So your mind can actually think and develop around what you're actually trying to learn. Because actually being in the situation, you got plenty of people that can learn like that and retain and maintain the information that is needed to, you know, perfect their craft. However, I feel like for myself, that is best to actually get what you need to get, learn the basics of, let's say, if somebody's training you at the time on how to make a great peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes, you can learn from them at the time what they need from you to make that perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich for their restaurant, for what they need you to learn it for. But when you get ready to clock out or you step out of that situation or out of that kitchen area, you need to go home or wherever else and practice. Try to learn another area of how to come to what they came to. Even though a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is simple to a lot, you know, and it don't take too much work or preparation to do. But I could sit right here and ask three people, three different people, to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And all three will make peanut butter and jelly sandwich a different way. Because I know I will. You know, because I've been around many of people who have made sandwiches for something simple as that. And they say they never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with it. I mean, don't mean it's right. Don't mean that it's, you know, the way that it needs to go. No, but that's my way of doing it. That's my way of making a perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich to me. Let's dive in into your food handler certification. Food handler certification, which in the state that I'm in, which is Georgia, is called ServSay. Now you have to go out there and check what your state requirements are and and see what it is, but it's basically a food handler's certification. All right, ServSay are designed to educate food service workers about preventing foodborne illnesses and food allergies. Again, ServSay are designed to educate food service workers about potential foodborne illnesses and food allergies. Excuse me, about preventing foodborne illnesses and foodborne allergy. It also verifies that a manager or a person in charge has sufficient food safety knowledge to protect the public, the public from foodborne illnesses. So basically, all in all, is letting you know and is keeping you from hurting others, giving you the knowledge from foodborne illnesses from um. Teach you knowledge on personal hygiene. It also teach you the, uh, how to purchase food inventory correctly using the FIFO method, making sure that when the fresh food comes in, the first one that comes in is the first one that comes out. So you won't contaminate anybody, so you won't harm anybody with foodborne illnesses. Also, it teach you about proper cooking. Proper cooking, okay? When you take your service, say proper cooking is is it's not, you know, taking the butter and showing how to emulsify, you know, the sauce. 
proper cooking is something totally different with service sir. Okay. Also, like I said before, I teach you about allergies. Okay, the service set covers, I believe, when I took it, it was about 40 questions. Okay. And at the time that I took it, because right now I hold my managerial food certification, which is a little bit different than the regular service aid or the regular food health certification. Um it's a little bit higher. It's a little bit more extensive. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it. Um, it's definitely worth it, even if you're not a manager, for you to know, to know. You know, it's basically perfecting your craft is knowing what you need to know. You know, it's good, like I said before, to know all the razzle-dazzle and how to emulsify a sauce. And, you know, that's all good and well. But you won't be able to get to that step if you kill somebody. You know, if you don't know about salmonella, a typhoid, hepatitis, A and B, syphilis. If you don't know about the first in, first out method. If you don't know the temperature controls, the TCS. If you don't know that all meat needs to be cooked up to 165 more, majority of them. Because you do have your exceptions. You have to know these things. Those are applications that need to be applied on a daily basis while you're in anybody's kitchen, even in your own personal kitchen. In my own personal kitchen, I apply it. Please go out there and get your certification, even though here in the state of Georgia, only one person needs to carry it. One supervisor or managerial person needs to carry a certification in the kitchen however that will help you it will help look better on your resume and like I said before the number one thing it will help you because even in a situation where you might have somebody else in the in the same facility with you with the same certification you still have it because you know what you know you don't have to have that person teaching you the basics or even if that person slips, because sometimes you do slip, sometimes the human being do come out of you and you forget. Or it could be some things that you let slide. But when you had that person with the correction, then you are right. It'll save a person. It'll save a person's life, basically. That's what serve safe teach you how to do, to keep your customers coming back because you, you can't serve dead customers. You know, so please go out there, get certified. Know your ins and outs of food safety. That's the best way to perfect your craft here in the kitchen or anywhere that you're out there cooking and you're serving people food. Food handler certification. Get it. Even if your job say you don't have to have it because somebody else have it, get it for yourself. Know for yourself. Yes, you have jobs out there that will go ahead and fund the expenses for the certification. My managerial certification at the time was 125 in the last five years. Right now, I believe, is 189, 200. But best believe I'm going out there to get it. I'm going back out there to recertify on my own. I don't need anybody to invest in my knowledge. $200 is nothing not to kill anybody. So each state is different. So please, wherever you listen from, go check your state. Go out there and 
get certified because that's, that, that's something that is not going to be taught in the kitchen. You might come across a chef. You might come across a sous chef. You might come across a trainer, a restaurant manager that cares enough to abreast each and every employee on Thursday certification. You might even have some that put little placards and stuff up that shows information on educational tools and show what temp the meat supposed to be and stuff like that. You might have that. I might have worked at a handful of places, if that, that provided that type of information. So please, y'all, just go out there and certify yourself. Take that maybe from one hundred to two hundred dollars. It might even be cheaper. Depends on what state you in and Go out there and certify yourself. Go out there and find. It's, it's online. You might even have some places where you have to go in person, but I do mine online with a proctor. And it takes, I believe, you have two, maybe four hours. You might not even have a time to commit to finish the test. I believe it is a time test, though. And I know it's 40 questions. It lasts up to five years. And you need over 75% to pass, of course. Anybody that went to school, 75% to pass. Um, but before I leave, um, I'll leave you with a story of or a, a situation when myself and my wife went to um, a casual eating facility. And we walked in and we immediately went towards the bar and we, you know, we, we are bar people. We sit at the bar because we know we can get faster service, better service. And then, you know, we, we like our cocktails. And so we proceeded to sit at the bar and it was just like the atmosphere was wrong. The bartender, she, she had a serious attitude. You could hear the, since the, Barbara's so close to the back of house area. You can hear the employees back there arguing and stuff like that. The atmosphere was just, just totally wrong. And then when she finally came and took our order, like I said, she had an attitude and she was unpleasant. And it was basically the attitude of why are you here, even though I'm here to get paid to, to assist you, but why are you here? <laughs> and... The drinks came out just like the atmosphere wrong. And we attempted to order, but the first three items that we ordered, they didn't have. The kitchen didn't carry. I don't know if the truck didn't come on or come in or what the situation was, but they didn't have it. And it was like some basic stuff. It was probably like some spinach chip and some other items, but they didn't have it. So we just said, decided not to eat, just to, you know, try to just go ahead and finish the, these drinks that were served to us. And it was just totally wrong. And on our way proceeding out of the restaurant, because, you know, you know, we just left, I looked up at the health score and it was a 64. And I believe it said you. And I just shook my head and proceeded out because that said it all. It was really nothing else to say. It was no reason to feel the way that I felt because if I would have advised or I would have checked the uh, health score before, I would have known. Just a typical service that you get from a 64. That's a typical service that you get. 
everything that I described to y'all is what I deserve for walking in there into a 64. Now, some time had, you know, flown by and everything like that. And, you know, we went back to the same casual restaurant. Now, this was like probably months down the line. And the food was exceptional. I'm not going to say the food was exceptional because the only thing I ordered was some tater tots. And we went back to the bar. Same, you know, routine bar people. And this time before I even go into the bar, I noticed the the health score, which was at 80. I think it was like 88. And so I said, oh, okay, they came up a little bit, you know, very good job. Because remember, baby, last time we came here, it was a you. And she was like, yeah, so we proceeded on it. And so again, we sat at the bar and the manager, he came out, he greeted us. Very nice young man. The drinks was great, superb. The atmosphere was great. We didn't hear any bickering and confusion and malice from the kitchen. Everything was exactly the way it needed to be. So even the tater tots, we ordered one order of tater tots with our drinks, you know, just to keep a little balance. And that came out superb. The plating on the tater tots were great. The temperature on the tater tots was great. The color on the tater tots was great. It was a definite improvement from last time. Now, we didn't go out there seeking that improvement. You know, quite frankly, you know, I'm a type of person and I, I let it go. You know, because I know what it's like to receive a bad health score. And I know the temperature and the atmosphere in the kitchen. And a lot of times... You just need to make the corrections and do what needs to be done to receive the health score that you need to receive, which is an A, because I do not eat at any place underneath a 90 anymore. I do not care if I love that place or I know of a franchise place that's similar to it. They have given me a great experience. I don't care if it's the best workers in there. If you do not possess a 90% or above, I will not come and eat at your establishment. For the main reasons I just explained before with that other casual restaurant, the health score explains exactly what type of environment, the atmosphere, and everything you receive at the restaurant. So going back to this restaurant, everything was superb. And I expect that because of the B that I seen outside the improvement that I seen before going to the back. Now, if I believe that at 88 or something in the 80s, I can receive that type of service from what do 90 and above will give me. So again, people go out there and perfect your craft because not only do it affect you as the chef, you as the line cook, you as the sous chef or the prep person, you to the back of house. It affects people coming in and trying the food out because I know I don't eat at any place that is not 90 above. So perfect your craft. Go out there and learn all that you need to know. It's fine to learn all the razzle, the dazzle and, you know, and how to be the next Wolfgang pup. But you need to learn your foundation. Go out there and get certified in food safety. Thank y'all for enjoying the show. 
Thank y'all for coming by the show. Thank y'all for listening to the show. Go out there and be great. Let's go out there and do excellence. Nobody can do what you do because you are you. And we need you. I need you. I need you. Be great. Be excellent. Be you. <laughs>